Welcome back, everyone, to Tech Talk, the officially unofficial Transformers TCG podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Scott of VectorSigma.info, but we do have a special guest here today. You, you may have heard of him before. He may or may not be the reigning world champion. Uh, Dan, welcome to the show. What's up, guys? It's actually not your first time on the show, question mark? No, I was. I think the last time I was on the show was... Uh... Post the banning of swap parts. Yeah, so, so some, it was some it's banning. Been yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it, it's been some time. Although you've obviously been busy, you, you've done a few things since then. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's funny. We were obviously doing show prep leading up into this. We were trying to plan out exactly how we we're going to talk about the PPG event that happened this past weekend. And we were going to talk about another local event that happened over in South Jersey this weekend. Obviously, successful turnouts at both. And uh, congratulations to Stefan and John, respectively, to taking down those events. Well done. But uh, then there were, there was some news, gentlemen, that got dropped on our heads of a scant few hours ago. Yes. <laughs> Don't sound so excited. <laughs> you sound so thrilled about it. If you, well, I mean, you can see it on the screen, anybody who's watching, if you are listening to this audio and I guess are trying to catch up, we finally got some official news and the spoiler season has now started for wave five. So we're diving right back into it. Feels like yesterday, mostly because we we did like a gazillion hours of spoiler shows last time around. You guys had a good two month break, you know? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe longer. Yeah. Oh, the the time in between, it was definitely, it, that was definitely there. Don't get me wrong, but it just felt <laughs> like it's, and given that it seems to be starting earlier. So, okay, they, I'll get this out in front. My one complaint about the news is that the set's releasing on April 17th and today is not April 16th. Oh. So, I mean, Wizards should take care of that. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay I, th- I think they should do something about you know the calendar and and how time works sure <laughs> so um <clears throat> before we jump into everything because there there's even though there's only a few cards to cover in fact there's only three cards oh but there's a lot of things and a lot of parts that go with it was there anything that stood out to you, gentlemen? I guess, Dan, we'll pitch it to you first the, about the announcement as a whole or or anything leading in that you want to hit or touch on before we dive in. Um, April 17th is a long way away. Yeah. So, like, just as, like, a competitive standpoint, like, it's exciting to see these new cards, but we're still very much involved with the meta of Wave 4. So it's, like, hard to get too excited you know, like I'm yeah. in that like weird tweener phase of like, uh, you know, I, I've always I've said on plenty of times that like I normally I'm not too crazy about spoilers until like I can have them in my hand and play with them. But yeah, specifically the headmaster thing, I'm really excited about to talk about because I I just love this whole idea altogether. Yeah, it's definitely very unique, and I mean, right from the word go, or in the IGN article. It's definitely got some gears turning, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. What about you, Scott? Anything stand out to you? Um, it's cool that both of the new uh, abilities seem to be about 
starting in play with battle cards, so um, or some form of upgrade to your character that costs you something, mostly stars. Right. Um, so I find that mechanic, like I find the both new mechanics to be kind of related to one another. Um, right. In terms of that, like you're starting with essentially battle cards in play. It to that end, I do also find that very interesting because. One of the initial exciting things about the game as a whole is starting in play with the characters. You're guaranteed to have things, whatever those things are, bots or now these new cards that your deck, if it's focused on these things, you're going to see those particular things every game. So it it's definitely a different feel than, oh, this is an exciting new battle card that is one of 40 or three of 40. It's, I'm going to see this every game and be able to play with this card. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one other detail that is not Wave 5 related, just to take a step back for a moment. Uh, I started out by saying we were originally going to talk about all of the events this past weekend. And while we're not going to cover all the details on this show, we may allude to it, obviously. But definitely check out VectorSigma.info. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of content related to the events that have just occurred. Just kind of felt like we should jump over to this new topic. Is that okay with you guys? Would you prefer if we went and covered all the uh, the tournaments instead? You yeah, can, there's already YouTube content out there, and there for some of them, and then you can turn yeah. reports though. You can briefly check out the finals conversation that me and Stefan did that went live as of recording today. Awesome. So we talked about it. <laughs> Just a, I I figured you guys might have a few things to go over from that event. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess without much further ado, we'll dive right into Titan Master's Attack, which is going to be Wave 5. Uh, okay, so get the silly question out of the way. To me, or maybe not question, but statement, to me, the name is a little odd. I don't know. It, it just seems weird. Titan Master's Attack. I don't know. Is it just me? Bueller. I mean, I don't know much. About, I don't. I don't know much about Titan Masters versus the old Headmasters. I, I didn't know that like Headmasters is in a term anymore. So like, I, I don't. It's new to me. So yeah, it was a. Uh, I guess a rebranding. Uh, I don't know if this is one of those they lost the copyright on it and had to come up with something new, or it was a a conscious effort to just we want to be something else. Honestly, I have no idea. So, yeah, I don't know the backstory of like where the the heads came from and stuff like that like i did in the old yeah the old version so i mean there's there's some weird comic stuff that i'm sure we'll bring up at some point i mean uh i guess the original toy one i'm wearing the shirt with uh my mechanical romance with chrome dome and rewind so i got one of the the headmasters mm. that um but yeah it, it there's kind of a convoluted origin for how the comics at least tried to integrate it way back when the more recent stuff and the, I guess the real life logistics go down a different route. So, uh, the fluff stuff aside, we're going to talk about orbital strike first, which is the, well, it's one of the brand new mechanics. Is that what we're going to call it for the stratagems? Card type. Is it actually like, it? I mean, I guess it is a card type. So, card type. um, so orbital strike it's specifically for Autobot, Cosmos, Recon, and Communication. And here's the card text, and then we'll get into what stratagems actually are. The card text is replace the text 
12 stars or fewer on your Autobot Cosmos recon and communication with 21 stars or fewer. And then the reminder text, which as a reminder to everybody out there listening and watching, isn't the literal rules text. Uh, it's play up to one stratagem with the, n- the named character. Stratagems begin on the battlefield, and this costs one star. Uh, let me kick it to you first, Scott. What are your initial thoughts on whether it's stratagems, this particular thing? What's What jumps out to you first? Um, I like the concept of stratagems because, like, if you play a lot of video games, like I play a lot of gotcha games and things like that, um, there's always patches that happen in games, and it's a lot of times it's to, like, buff underpowered characters, um, especially in some of the games I play, or they give them new abilities and things like that. And I think this fits perfectly with that theme. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think... I think this allows old characters to uh, see more play and more importantly to just have more options available to them, which I think is another theme of the set is just you have more options in building than you had before. Right. Um, Because they all cost stars. I mean, like it's going to depend on the power level of the, like it's, it's almost dependent on the power. It's a lot dependent on the power of the original character and like what is adding I don't know, one to three. I don't know what the max is, like, obviously yet. Like, like mm. how many stars you can add to a character to really make it more competitive. Like, we've talked in the past about how the stats on the characters alone have gotten, especially from a hit point perspective, have gotten, like, much higher uh, recently. So a lot of the older characters just don't see play simply from, a uh, like, a stat block right, uh, right. perspective. Uh, so I guess it just depends on... Obviously, how powerful of an ability is being added to the cards, but also, like, if there's stats being added to the cards that we'll see in the future, or if there's, you know, essentially, like, I mean, it really opens up a lot of options. I mean, obviously, giving, making a character, quote, cost one more star, but literally changing the text on them, you know, some of them might include completely new text on them. Some of them might have, you know, like we said, I said stat upgrades, or, or like, you know, in this case, it's like a changed card text like there's just Mm. a lot of options here um around using this type of card to help out (coughs) not necessarily underpowered but just like un underutilized yeah underutilized cards the only fear i have is that like a lot of the underutilized characters in the past might have been because they had huge star costs and so adding more stars to that by definition is going to make it that situation worse yes so so they have to be like almost powerful enough to make up for the character's shortcomings to begin with. Right. And then go above and beyond by adding more stars to it, especially like in the case of like certain like 12 and 13 cost characters that might have not seen enough play. Right. Now in Cosmos's case, it's funny. You were mentioning the stat inflation on more recent characters at, there was such a time where it was Cosmos standing alone at the top of that heap of gigantic piles of hit points. It's not quite so much the case anymore so i mean we can get into the specifics about this particular stratagem and cosmos as a whole but i i agree with all your original points about the card type stratagem seems fantastic and it seems like a very i guess in hindsight obvious thing to do to some extent where it's like well yeah we start with these guys in play why not just give them something to have the backwards, I don't want to say backwards compatibility, but the uh, the legacy card for old stuff. This isn't that much of a step 
away from, say, a random tank card or a random truck card supplementing the old tribes. As opposed to, you know, we just got spaceships and boats more recently as tribal cards. It would be very easy, and I've seen in other games, where the those sort of things are left by the wayside in favor of whatever the new shiny is. So, oh, I got my truck card. I won't see another truck card again for like 10 years. This gives you the legacy stuff to try and supplement those those older characters um, or older strategies for that matter. Are you of the, the same mind, Dan? Like, are, are you interested in this or do you think it was a whiff or what's your initial thoughts on this? Oh, I definitely don't think it's a whiff. Um, mainly just because of the possibilities that it comes with. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the end, you know, they, this opens up exactly what Scott says. There could just be a straight, you know, patch 4.2, the <laughs> Megatron patch, you know, like whatever you want to call it. Um, and uh, it's just endless of the ideas that it can do. And then, like, the fact that obviously it just starts in play, like, let's put this in perspective. Imagine if mounted missiles started in play, right? Like, so now you just put an upgrade on one of your characters with plus two attack, wherever you want it to be. If that card started in play, like, that card would be pretty good, right? So It might be okay. It might be all right. Right, right. (laughs) So the idea of them giving us these potential, very specific character cards um, is awesome. I mean, it, it gives them room to, you know, attempt to maybe fix slight mistakes they've made in the past. And then it also gives room, you know, even if they just, like, want to give someone the option of, like, hey, we built this character this way. But for an extra star or two, you can have it that way, you know? Um, yeah. I just think that's very interesting. Yeah, the it, the possibilities, I think that that's a good thing to call out, just the, all the potential that is contained in this. It's not to say that upgrades and battle cards, the more traditional ones, have expended their options, because that's obviously not the case. But it does give you a totally different access to go with these and change play patterns on a num- on a ton of different levels. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me ask you guys, does this, are you excited to play Cosmos now? I think that we have to do that question of, are you, are you ready to sleeve up Cosmos? UFOs left and right. I, I have been doing cartwheels ever since it was announced. <laughs> well, Dan, how many, how many, and this is a running that, joke that maybe people that out there don't matter, realize. All right? <laughs> how <matter>. many Cosmoses <laughs> did you open to start the game when you first started playing? At PAX Unplugged 2018, <laughs> yeah. I opened three Cosmoses and two boxes. It was impressive. <laughs> and I think you continue to open Cosmos from like yeah, months I've, afterwards. I've, I've, I've I've gotten them. All right, I've gotten them. <laughs> well, their stocks are going up, obviously. Uh, so, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> what about you, Scott? Are you ready to to uh, to run into battle with Cosmos backing you up? I mean, I never sleep them up before. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, and so, so um, <laughs> where is this sentence going to end? <laughs> well, I, I think I think I think it's interesting. So, I think I think the two problems that there were with Cosmos were. You don't have a lot of control over when the ability, like you can get screwed easily, and the, mm. the ability won't happen when he's actually attacking. Right. Um, I think you have to jump through a lot of hoops in order to make sure that it's actually going to happen when you want it to happen. Um, like you can screw yourself over with untimely, bold, tough, un, you know, whites that you didn't need to see at certain points. Like mm-hmm. it's a difficult deck to build, 
not necessarily a difficult deck to play, but like a difficult deck to build. And obviously, like again, you're at the mercy of like your opponent. Like if they have a lot of tough characters or something like that, you know, you could. It's not as ubiquitous as like the Lord Megatron ability that just happens. Like you actually mm-hmm. have to like. There's some effort like, involved. Yeah, it's like it's like the way Omega Supreme works. For example, is you would ideally like to do combine while you're attacking, but if you don't, you still get to become Omega Supreme. Imagine if you like you didn't get to become Omega Supreme unless you were attacking. Like it's that's where you're at with this. Is that right? It may not happen ideally, but on the flip side, the other problem was even after jumping through all those hoops, he wasn't able to take out imp- like your battlefield legend. Most, <laughs> well. Just your opponent's most important character at all, right? Ever since, ever I guess you could say, like for most competitive decks, yeah. Like, um, I mean, unless you were a like, even if you were a wider deck, spending your eleven stars to jump through all these hoops and take out your opponent's like, you know, wheeljack or something like that, still wasn't worth it. Like, you're not your your higher star cost character should have been able to, to win in that combat over time anyway and get you more value. Like mm-hmm. now. <laughs> That is solved by this card in fairness. Like, he literally takes out everybody except for Metroplex and Combiners right. and Trypticon, I guess. So, like, um, you know, that is kind of, that issue is definitely solved. So now we're just back to the original how many hoops do you have to jump through and how difficult is it? I, I can't answer that because I've never actually played with him. So I don't mm-hmm. know how difficult that actually is. But um, I assume it's still pretty difficult, but at least one of the two problems I think that existed for him have been solved. Yeah, it definitely, if it doesn't 100% solve it, which it may, it certainly gets a good portion of the way there. Uh, it, I guess there's the oddball chance that where you see a resurgence of combiners or Metroplex and Trypticon are now a thing and this gets awkward again. But yeah, it definitely addresses at least portions of that. So what about you, Dan? You, you have your your cosmoses. Have you built a shrine? Have you built a cosmos out of your cosmoses that you're going to have to take apart to build this deck? I, unfortunately, I'm going to have to, yes, Vince. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, the interesting thing is, you know, at him with this card at 12 stars, uh, you can still, like, put him in a four-wide deck and try and set yourself up that way. But it's kind of like Scott said, it's it's very hard to predict everything about the character and this ability um and it's like yes you can do your best to plan it out right but like if one thing goes the wrong way then this whole ability may be a wash yeah you may just lose on that turn right it uh i don't know it's tough yeah it's something that given the inherent randomness that both of you guys were explaining it's it's tough for me to really get behind it. It's definitely something that we talked about it, you and I, Scott, way back when when we saw UFO. Does that make a difference? Because now you can churn through with more consistency. Having played a lot of Daring Escape over the last several months, I do have to ask the question of if you're going to go through all these hoops to draw most or all of your deck to ensure the cosmos goes off, could you just be doing the other thing instead? <laughs> potentially well, more consistently and faster i mean i get they're different but it's you're going to be using a lot of the same cards i think to make it happen see i don't think so i think it i think it's going to operate more like overwhelming advantage um okay where like you're setting yourself up for except for at this point in play quote win condition yeah um and I think I think shells like the the Nemesis airstrike deck, the top eight at Energy yeah. Invitation, are, are perfect for this. Well, now where, it's twelve stars, so yeah, it's gonna. Right. 
Exactly. And, and like, he got to play a lot of the, quote, normal cards. Right. Um, like, you just had to put in things like, you know, maybe, like, enthusiasts or system reboots and things, like, you know, or UFOs, mm-hmm. like you said, to, like, to to draw more cards and, like, you know, obviously more bold effects to make sure, like, oh, I'm going into this turn, like, I need my backup beam and a supercharge, or I need all three of my focus fires, probably is what's right. more likely. Um, so, like, all of a sudden, I'm getting, like, you know, bold eight. Okay, I'm definitely flipping ten cards, and I'm yeah. definitely going to care that bot. So, like, I don't know. To me, it's more in that shell where I think it can fit into a, quote, like, relatively normal deck mm-hmm. um, because of that. So, like, I don't think you have to necessarily... I mean, obviously, you can do the whole, like... Combo-y thing. You know, yeah, but I, I don't think you'll need to. I think I think the nature of the deck being able to be four wide mm-hmm. means you should be able to get through to your, your target automatically, but right. they're a three wide deck. So I mean, it should that, be pretty mm-hmm. well positioned. I don't know. It is entirely possible. I remember, like I said, going back to the UFO thing, calculating in a spreadsheet all the math to be like, okay, when can I expect to do it? And it seemed possible, but there were much more powerful things you could be doing i think it does offer some advantages to your point about the airstrike patrol maybe this is a home for the off-road patrol because they have yeah, bold and it just buys into that whole well i'll flip more cards um yeah and you get confidence too so that's a good point exactly so you you have some options there uh hypothetically since cosmos doesn't actually care how many blues you have how big your defense or hit points are Maybe this is another hypothetical black pip deck because then your your little guys do something to the rest of their team. And then Cosmos, like you said, if you're four wide, just blows somebody up. But that maybe yeah, you wouldn't care you wouldn't care what color your deck is as long as you can make sure that attack happens, yeah. Well, I mean it it's gonna depend on the remainder of what you're seeing, sort of thing yeah. in the meta wise. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it's broken record again at this point, but there's a lot of potential both for the card type, I think, for this particular card as well. And I do appreciate that they have the artwork on there again, like the same Cosmos artwork from at least the character. I don't th- I think the background's different. Dan would know better since he has a thousand of them. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think it's a complete black background. I'm not sure. It's... It's the exact same artwork. For Is it? I, I can't remember what the Wave 1 one was, like whether Earth was yeah. in the background or something. Yep, same same artwork. Okay. Well, I point being is I do appreciate the callback that those are unifying, especially since it's this specific cosmos, assuming we see another one in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's just uh, like an easy thing for them and for players to recognize. That's all. Yeah. Wizards has made an, an effort, and I know they would do this in Magic, where if the card had... In recent stuff, if a card referenced three targets, there would be like three things in the artwork to represent that, and they yeah. made efforts to try and unify. And this is just another one. Yeah, I guess uh, the one thing we didn't mention is is like that these are these are in the like micro master battle master slot of the pack. I was about to bring that up actually, yeah. so I'm glad yeah. you did. Along with the heads, I think right like. I think the way it read. I was going to ask that question. Yeah, I'm not clear on whether the heads are the new micromasters or not. I think either one of them can be in that slot. The way mm-hmm. I understood it, what it said, um, like you either get one or the other. They're all part of the same, like I guess you could say sheet. I, I don't know, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, 
when we talk about it, like I don't know that a Titan Master comes with a Titan head guaranteed in the same pack. I, that would be really hard to like. Uh, probably really. I'm hard assuming to, like, not. No, because it, even in the article it says that you're they're interchangeable, and it looks like there's like that well, one to me looks like a generic head you know like no, it's not it's like it has anything specific to cup right well no, i'm holding the toy head. right now and it literally is flintlock head. well I, I, <laughs> I know that but i'm saying like uh it just to me it it like the way i read it was like that it was like an interchangeable thing mm. type thing yeah i mean it could be i i'm gonna assume that it's i think it'd be a random but yeah that, it'd be a packaging right. Like just the logistics of it would be tough, but I, it would be interesting. I think if they did guarantee, and again, everybody out there listening or watching, this is all speculation. Like if they guaranteed quote unquote, a large, uh, uh, a body with a head, it would probably also be random because then that would be another layer. I would think of trying to pair everything up properly. It I just, it, yeah, I don't think it has to be the actual, mm. um, what's it called the actual did, like head the titan master just any any one of them did they yeah. did they I, I didn't read in the article but like i at least i don't remember did they say that the heads were like micro master size yeah they're battle card size yeah okay they are. yeah sure they come in that they come in that battle card slot like i think the um let me see if i can find it the amazon the amazon yeah, listing I thought it was just shout out to cameron super sleuth cameron who found that early this morning <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'll try to I could see him in chat. That's why I wanted to make sure I gave him a shout out. <laughs> I could just see like like going on Amazon this morning. And it's like, hey, you might want to buy. Oh, that's it's like new. wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I see that going. Yeah, right. Although he did, uh, I think he tweeted out or something that it is commonplace in on the toy side of things that you know the Amazons, the WalMarts, the Targets, they they don't care. They're they're big enough that they just list stuff so like people are always always on the lookout for those things to try and glean information right um but anyway uh so to that point about where they're going to be seated within the pack it does it looks like i guess the s is for stratagem and we're going to get 30 of these yeah i don't know what the number is on the the titan master uh, well, when we pull it up momentarily, I will tell you, because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, I do have that on there. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see which 30 characters, given that this is Cosmos. I mean, there's there was no indication in the article, as far as I recall, and I'm skimming it real quick to make sure I'm not totally off base, but I don't see anything indicating that it's going to necessarily be all wave one guys. Okay, I'm sorry. It does say two foil character cards, one head and one small head and one large body, or one large foil character card with a stratagem card. Wow, this is going to be some bad distribution. This is not going to work out well. Oh boy. <laughs> this could get complicated <laughs> yeah, right. very quickly, folks. Um, well, the good news is they're all interchangeable, so you don't have to have the specific one except for you collectors out there who, yeah, good luck. No, but I mean, that means they automatically come with one period. So, like, that mm-hmm. means, like, obviously they, like, that it's the whole thing for limited. Like, if you didn't get one, then you wouldn't actually be able to play them either, either one of them. So Basically, if you right. open six packs and you didn't open a single head, then you can't play one of your headmasters. Right. right. Which, so given, 
I could I can already hear some people saying, well, it's a similar thing to Brunt and Six Gun, but this is taking it to no. another degree. This is no, significant. This is a significant. Shift. Well, not only that, it, it's like it's even worse because you're like maybe it's more than six packs, like they discussed for limited anyway about going up to more packs. But mm-hmm. if you open up six packs and you open up, you know, two headmasters and then no heads. Well, now you're down to four bots to choose from. <laughs> And yeah, you might have to literally play all of them because that's what you yeah, got. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So um, that would be the interesting part. Yeah, it did, to, it's good you brought that up. Drew did mention in the interview that they're considering modifying that. So I'm very curious right. where that goes. But I'm sure we'll we'll get something on that soon. Well, maybe not soon. We'll see. Uh, so anything else about Stratagem before we dive into the stuff we've already been covering <laughs> or starting to cover? No, like I said, it just depends on, like, what... Obviously, the starting cost of the character and adding... I just assume that a lot of these characters that... How do I say it? Like, I hope it doesn't just target characters that were not in the meta before. I hope that there's options where it's like... Oh, like, like Wheeljack's he's play, for example. Like, oh, well, if you want to... Here's a two, two-star two stratagem to make him even more powerful, but, it, like, you don't have to use it. You can still use him as the nine drop. Here's just another, another flavor of an ability on him. I don't think it necessarily... Mm-hmm just has to be for, quote, like, underpowered characters. Well, to to Dan's earlier point, I could see, using Wheeljack as an example, his stratagem, giving him tough three instead of bold three, you know, something like that, where it just completely inverts the character in question. Not necessarily that Wheeljack is the best candidate or that that's even going to be good, but I could definitely see that route happening. Well, here's the question. Um because you're definitely more on the Transformers lore idea. Like, Are you you've sure? Had all these, you've had all <laughs> these these characters and, like, revisioned and remodeled throughout the years. So, mm. like, even, say, if they made a new character and gave it a stratagem, like, they could have made the new character the way they wanted to see it play normally. But they're like, hey, as a throwback, we're going to replace this text with this text. And so you have the option to play it that way. Oh, right? to, like, reference some other lore option you mean yeah yeah oh yeah there's definitely characters that i mean wheeljack is actually an example so he was always a mad scientist in the old stuff and even more recently but there was a period of time when transformers prime so like the end of the 20 aughts around 20 2010 where he was a wrecker and he was basically a ninja yeah like a but a bruiser ninja is where's that like it, it was a complete departure from, hey, you have this nerd who created the Dinobots to, I'm a complete badass that's part of the Autobots Black Ops team. Like, right. So, I yeah, so there's it, definitely it, options it for that. It could just be a way for them to tell a different story. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And given that they've repeated the phrase throwback set many times, it could also be, you know, throwback to whatever era they decide to choose. Right. Um. Cameron's thrown out in the chat that he'd be curious to see no star stratagems with the wheeljack example where it's just inverting something. And I mean, I could see that, but I don't know. I feel like they're going to be all star costed. Do you guys think that? They said in the article they all have star costs. They did? Okay. Well, then yep. there goes that idea. Sorry, Cameron. Um, <laughs> the other option, the other option is to nerf a character using quote unquote nerf a character. You wouldn't have to use it. Um, there's none, in, there would be obviously none in this set, but like an option for the future is to like take stars away and then you keep like, for example, the, the base of the character around, but they lose something. Yeah. Uh, it would be know, like minus one health, minus one defense, minus one star. 
Right. So there's ways to play around with that as well in the same type of idea. So Yeah, that's actually a good point. And it, I'm very curious because uh, I, and this is just me speculating, I would assume, especially for the first go around, all of them are going to be quote unquote positive effects where it's going to require a star and then give you something as opposed to subtracting. Even yeah, if they it's said that strate- in the article. Okay. Yep. I, yeah. Even though strategically it's interesting, it definitely is a one of those. I don't. I guess it's a feel bad sort of thing where it's like, oh well, I got something that depowers my guy. That's not very fun. Yeah, but it could be if you keep most of the abilities. Oh yeah, it, like I said, strategically it it could be very interesting. But yeah, uh, since that's not an option for this go round, I guess we can no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put a cap on that one. Uh, so any other thoughts for this before we move on to, uh, well, the, the other new mechanic? Nope. Okay. Uh, so do you guys want to cover the body first or do you want to cover the head? I want to cover the, I want to cover the ability first. Okay. Well, I mean, so go ahead, Scott, you take it. I'm going to change up the uh, overlay so people can see what we're talking about. Yeah, so this ability is clearly the flag is the other flagship ability of the set in the Titan Master, um, since it's the name of the set. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's really interesting that um, you the characters look like they're very low star cost to begin with, but in reality you have to play ahead with them. Like it mm. says it right in the reminder text at the bottom of the alt mode, so like right. it has to start and play with. Um, the head so you automatically are going to be up in stars from <laughs> wherever you where we start <laughs> so yeah um well what do you do uh, he's just showing off his toys yeah um, <laughs> um that's so, what i always do so uh you're automatically up in star cost for where you start um so i think what that adds is a lot of options so like obviously we've only seen one head and one uh, Titan Master, but assuming that the Titan Master, like the heads, run different, the gamut of different star costs, like you could, you could have characters anywhere from like you know, plus one star to plus four stars, plus six stars, like whatever you're going to do. Mm-hmm. It just it just opens up a lot of options for the individual bodies to play with any individual head, which means you you could have the same shell run ran like like what 15 different ways like however many however many of these characters are going to be like every headmaster every titan master essentially has what however many heads there are incarnations that you can actually play with them right so, so on the, the uh, to the specific numbers it's Flintlock is the one that we have up on screen. That's the one that was revealed today, and it, it's for Cup. Uh, it's a rare, and it's number 22 of 46, T22 specifically. So I think we can infer how many we're looking at. Well, I mean, that's just there's just 46 characters in this set. That's mm-hmm. like Micromasters don't take up their own. Yeah, there's, so like this is, well, that's where I was going with it is yeah. whether this does or does not have its own set. Set. No, it doesn't. They're okay. just part of the characters. They're just gotcha. part of the characters. So yeah. I guess we can die or well, let me kick it to Dan first before we dive into the specifics. Dan, headmasters as a thing. 
Um, obviously, you're looking at it from the mechanics standpoint rather than the, the lore part where I was boring everybody with it earlier on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, clearly, we're looking at a lot of variety again, so thumbs up? Yeah, it's definite thumbs up. And, like, I- I'm not sure exactly how much we're going to get in or out of this, but the entire idea of the way this changes gameplay to me is ridiculous. Um, because, like, now you have this scenario where your character dies and all of a sudden your game's not over, you get to pop off and have another go-ahead. It's kind of like having heroic resolve on your character. I guess you come out with a smaller character, but even if we just use the example of the orange-black deck that just finished in the finals, you know, how many games come down to one to three damage, right? So, like, if your game comes down to that and all of a sudden they're like, oh, I kill your guy, okay, cool pop off i get another attack i'm gonna get in there for three damage i'm gonna win the game because of it so mm-hmm. it's this weird weird concept of scenarios where not only do you have all these puzzles to put together with the different heads and the different bodies and stuff like that but now you have this different way that the game can end and i i think it's actually all very intriguing yeah it definitely is going to produce those weird scenarios and i it's it's simultaneously simple and complex the way i'm picturing it in my head it and i know that sounds silly but it's it i think the comparison to having an innate heroic resolve is probably when you said that that was a very concise way to clear it up in my mind of one way to look at it uh and i'm definitely interested to see how these actually play out and which combinations because you get all these various combinations that you can put together with all the characters that are going to be showing up um just like mechanics we've seen in the past it's very as of right this second it's hard for me to get my head around it again no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) um so do you want to it's more like metroplex right like you have more characters later than you have now like you gain characters mm. as the game as the game goes on. Like it's it's a, it's the opposite of a battle master, right? I mean, so like Metroplex, yes. Obviously, not the same because you right. are restricted in when they show up, and that's the part where it becomes simpler to me in my head as compared to the complexity of all the various combinations. Is that okay? Well, you're going to get this little guy, or presumably little guy, because he's four stars. Decent sized body, and I'll go over all the stats momentarily. But uh, he's going to show up at the end of the game, most likely, and then you get your your one shell stand or uh, one shell stand. I still function essentially because presumably the guy's going to eat it quickly. Yeah, but like, I don't know, like, like what Dan was saying, like you mm. you get the attack like right away. You, I think you can be more aggressive with these characters. Like, like if they're depending on like, I don't think this is the most aggressive character in the world. But well, like, yeah. Assuming there are other ones that are more aggressive, like it might be okay to lose them because you're just then at that point just getting a free attack. Right. So, you know, at that point, you know, something like using an I still function just becomes even more insane, for example. So like, there's just a lot more, I think it's just, I think the different play pattern of like, like we're now used to like, I'm going to piece through tyranny, my battle master. And there's huge advantage there. Like, I'm, I don't think you're going to piece through tyranny this bot and then want to like, you know, use the head, but like, maybe you do, but like, there's going to be well, yeah. opposite scenarios where it's like, I want to be aggressive with this character. Just get them, 
KO'd in normal combat and then get a free attack out of the deal. Like, there, there's not Absolutely. a lot of easy ways to do that in this game. Like, it's, you know, it's essentially like a built-in, at minimum, heroic resolve, ready for action, I still function, whatever you want to call it, so... Right. Yeah, you can definitely, there's going to be weird scenarios, whether it's as a result of peace through tyranny or other things that are going to take advantage of this new mechanic. I mean, while the one that we were presented with today is a more defensive oriented character, I'm sure there's going to be aggressive ones. And that's where maybe that peace through tyranny turn is not as far-fetched as we may think at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. That's yeah, I, I mean, true. especially if they have the the headmaster. I'm just going to end up keep calling them that instead of Titan Master, just out of habit. But uh, they end up, they appear to have decent stats. Like, having four attack at a four star is pretty decent. Yeah, um, totally. So, I guess, let's, unless you guys want to start with the head, do you want to start with the bodies? Doesn't matter. So I happen to have the body up at the moment. So we're talking about Sergeant Cup here. Sergeant Cup has lots of stuff going on. So uh, he's a leader. He's a truck. He's a wrecker. He's ranged. He's seven stars. Uh, He's a 310-2. He has tough one. And when one of your wreckers takes one or more damage during your turn, it gains that much attack until end of turn. Go over to... We'll call it bot mode. It's really bot. It's actually, now that I'm looking at it, it literally says body mode on there. Yeah, which Mm -hmm. might be important for certain cards. Such as marksmanship? Yes. (laughs) Yep. So the question, well, I'll ask the question afterwards. Sorry, I don't want to derail everything. Um, We don't know the the answer, so. Well, yes, but I was going to put the question out there into the the ether. I I don't know Mm -hmm. what word I was looking for. Anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, so Sergeant Cup body mode. Wrecker ranged leader. 4, 10, 2. When you flip to this mode, you may scrap a blue card from your hand. If you do, scrap an enemy upgrade. So you get a vaporize. And then the head provides tough 3. Well, you can use any head you want. Right. With this particular head, which is for Flintlock, the only one we've seen so far, 4 stars and you get tough 3. So that would make him 11 tough 4. 11 stars tough 4. Mm-hmm. In in alt mode. alt mode, correct. In vaporize mode, you well, you get to vaporize something, and you're still top three. Yeah, correct. Which I mean, obviously, you're losing one tough, but like that's still tough three. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, once again, you get to start the game with the body armor in play. Awesome. In just this, in just this situation, like we yeah, have, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that, that's something that is going to come up through spoiler season. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do this. I was actually thinking about this as I was putting together the overlay of like, okay, guys, we're going to talk about a new body. Just assume all the other heads. Hope you guys at home have the list next to you because I can't yeah. keep, get them all on screen. Like it's just not going to happen. Um, maybe I'll just have them side by side and have a rotating one. I don't know. I'll figure it out offline. Um, just make a splash of all of them at once. It's fine. I could, but it, I want to make it like it, it, somewhat legible. <laughs> all the heads. Just all the heads. Okay. Giant head yeah. mode, yeah. Um, I'll figure something out. But uh, Dan, you want to start off with this one? You sounded pretty excited about starting off with body armor. Uh, Yeah, I mean, tough three, like, 
uh, yeah, it's it's a it's technically at the cost of four stars, but you have to play it. You can't you can't play this card in alt mode without a head. So mm. you know, I mean, and like with its ability already of being tough one in this mode, and then flipping to get a blue. This guy probably wants tough three anyway, you know, just to start. So this was a great head yeah. to show off with this body because... I feel like they're all going to kind of... You're going to have right. a reason to play the one that quote-unquote goes with them. Right, but I mean, it's interesting too because his ability is a very aggressive ability. So, you know, maybe if you look at it like... And I'm sure people have already said it, but just a simple one-shell stand now represents three damage to you but six damage to them type scenario. Hmm. Um so like you could see this if they're say if they release a, a head with bold three like you might see it the same way you know like yeah oh yeah. I'm just gonna one shall stand my dude and then flip to the other mode and I might not have a blue or whatever but I get more attack and I get my plus attack for my alt mode ability so like you th this guy at eleven stars can probably all of a sudden hit like a truck uh, yeah <laughs> so um uh, and the record thing is. If, since we we didn't really talk about it too much, record is really interesting. It's you know it's another new keyword that I'm yep. sure we'll see more of, and you know maybe even some very specific record cards or whatever that will help aid this strategy more. But yeah. he just looks like you know just just from his card text, like oh maybe he's like the leader of the records type scenario, which he is a leader also. So mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see like what this guy can be lined up with. Absolutely. So Scott, how much do you care about season three? Of oh, the cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not the best season. I knew I knew Dan would have no idea what I was talking about, so that's why I asked you. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it, it, it's certainly not the best season. <laughs> Are you saying you didn't like the second half of the movie and the characters? <laughs> well, this is like season four, right? Headmasters, like it's technically like... Well, yeah, so I don't know. Was Cup actually a headmaster at that point? No, he was. He was I mean, I'm looking at him just as Cup. Okay, he's part of the main cast now. But anyway, yeah. Digression aside, are you as enthused as Dan about this guy? Yeah, his body is insane. Like the character, the bot itself is insane. Like, like no matter what head you put with it. Like, so you have, you have the built-in um, synergy with one shell stand, with photon bomb, with um, I don't know what else right now, but like static laser other. of Ironhide. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so you have a like on any of your records. So like it's a it's another like lord ability, like whatever. I assume they'll all have some kind of weird thing like that. I would assume, or else mm. like what's the point of being one? Or else they just have this lord. Who knows? Right. Um, again, like Dan mentioned, you have to have a head with it. Um, you do get the buff in both modes. Um, so like you can't evaluate this just like as a seven drop like that just doesn't work um so you have to evaluate yeah. the entire package together and i think i think i think he does have low stats for like an 11 drop obviously right um but i don't think that matters when you have like when you're running around with like tough four guaranteed <laughs> so um it's not that big of a deal um and then you flip to vaporize which is like that is complete deck changing like most first of all like even if you're playing an orange deck he's a leader so you can just pitch a matrix um or pitch a rollout or something like that like you can pitch dual pip cards so like yep that's that's already like even if you are playing an aggro deck like you can play the matrix and you're fine you'll still have the ability whenever you draw it um but the other key is like 
a lot of decks now, like a lot of like blue decks are running a bashing shield or they're running like, you know, an enforcement batons and things like that. And if you're playing a control deck with this guy, you won't need to do that. Like you have your flip to alt mode has like your flip to bot mode, not even back to alt mode. So one flip in the game and you get a, a built in vaporize. Like that is extremely powerful. Like that is well, it's starting, probably it's quote unquote starting with that card in hand. Right. I mean, so you're now you're now you're starting with a body armor in play and a vaporized hand and like many of them. Like, it's starting to make uh, what is it, Wave Free yeah. Ratchet look real bad? <laughs> or yeah. Wave Four Ratchet. Whatever one starts with Medic. Because he, he looked good before, right? Well, I'm yeah. just saying, like <laughs> now it's real looking bad. Um Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, that card. It's it, it yeah. was the first one that I th- I mean I was gonna actually it wasn't the first one. The first one I thought of was Wheeljack with the brainstorm, but I thought the ratchet comparison was funnier. So Yeah. I decided yeah, to go um, with that one. It's 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 one flip away from getting an onboard like vaporize. So like you can literally just take cards out of your battle deck by playing a character and there haven't been that many Yeah times that you could do that. So, and then, so when you look at the whole package in general, he's a, what, a four, what was his health again? Four, ten? He's ten, two in both modes. It's three, four attack that changes. Okay. So, like, if you just use this head with the tough four, then at that point, alt mode, I mean, obviously, pretty ridiculous like that. I think that's the mm. most tough that a character actually has on them outside of having, like, you know, yes. an upgrade on them. Tough four, I get nothing could come close to that. Yeah. I feel like there might so, be a tough three guy that I'm not. Well, there's aimless, but yeah, yeah. But but the key, but the key is like this is before you do anything. So this is before you play hidden vertication. This is before you play any kind of armor. Mm. Before you put a sparring gear on them, etc. Like you already have a tough four. Like the head can't go away. Like this isn't like you can't bashing. This is an ultra magnus arm. You can't bashing shield the head. Yeah, as far as we know. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, somebody did joke offline. It's like there's going to be a card boom headshot, and it's going to drop yeah. them off. It was it was Palmer. Give him was it? Credit, oh, right? it was Palmer? You're Palmer. right. All right, shout out to Palmer there. He wins. <laughs> he wins the event, and then he's got the one liners. My man's doing everything. So assuming that doesn't exist, because that would just be weird. Um, <laughs> like that's. I think that's the thing that people need to take into consideration. Is like you can't. You can't interact play, with these. You can't, and you can't get rid of it. Like mm-hmm. so. I mean, like, I don't think we're, like, repeating the Return to Oz disturbing scene with the girl taking her heads off, like, you know, so. Um, <laughs> wow, deep cuts. <laughs> deep, <laughs> deep cuts. What is happening? Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I just think that this, if this is the way that these, and obviously this is a rare, but, like, if this is the way that these char- these Titan Master characters are going to go with extremely powerful like flip to bot modes, which you very rarely see. Um, yeah, and and onboard interaction with the head that already goes onto them, and then and then on in game interaction with other cards that already exist in the meadow. Like I, I don't like this seems is extremely powerful to me. Yeah, um, because it, like it interacts with battle cards you already want to be playing, um, and then it allows you to save space in your battle deck because. It has an insane flip ability that, like, yeah. will never not be powerful. So, right. The uh, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, and I mean 
if we see cheaper heads, the ability, like the abilities on the character, just get even better. Because I don't even think that, like, I don't even think it matters to be honest with you. Other than from a survivability, I, I was about to say I think losing tough three. Uh, I mean, I was going to be the wet blanket momentarily, but I, I think <laughs> losing tough three on this guy would be significantly problematic. I mean, cost like eight or nine instead. Would you care? Like, I do. I like. Let's say he's like nine stars (laughs) with like bold two. Like, you're not going to care. Like that. He's not like he's probably not your centerpiece character anyway. Well, that stage, no, it's going to. But it's going to then compare to whatever the other nine stars are. Where again, it's going to matter what the text is. Yeah, if it's if one of the other Titan Masters comes out and gives you bold three. And he's only nine stars or even ten stars or whatever. Okay, sure. I, I don't know if we care, but um, right. it, a lot of those are, of course, hypotheticals. We don't have any idea. This is all we got so far. Um, it, to play wet blanket a little bit, it's. It, I am concerned, at least to some extent, about only having ten health. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I agree tough four is a lot. Don't get me wrong. And then if it's tough seven to nine... It's going to be tough to push damage on this guy, but I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that we're going to get some relevant orange tools and or relevant burn. Where So right now, marksmanship, I guess, is at an all-time low. Again, not from a financial perspective, but <laughs> from, from a strategic perspective, simply because of the prevalence of airstrike. If this guy starts showing up, I mean, I, I'm going to... I'm assuming right now he's immune to marksmanship because I would I would read it that way, yeah. Um but point being is that okay, is now they're going to be a resurgence of one shell stance to combat this guy aside from him utilizing it. Uh or whatever other tools that happen to show up just because yeah. with only ten health, I mean you don't have to squeak through that much in combat to be able to get him out of combat now. And I'll go back to it again. The finals deck of the weekend was an orange black pierce deck that could easily pierce ten. So yeah, especially it, the, the, tough, the tough looks great, but there are already in in board built tools to combat with that tough. And presumably, it, 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 we're going to see like every set we've seen a couple playable black pip cards, or at least reasonable ones, if that trend continues. Which you know doesn't sound unrealistic. Maybe there is something to that deck. Not saying that the one this weekend was a bad idea or anything, but like it's just building momentum in on mm-hmm. that front. So it's going to be a matter of that, whether there are other wreckers. I don't know if this guy on his own. So you turn one shell stand into a leap into battle for him. And you get and you get the one sh- and a bowl of lightning. That's the point. Yeah. Well, yes, like I know cards. you're you're getting extra stuff, but is that enough? Because now this guy in a blue deck is six attack, which is pathetic for your centerpiece character. It's. I mean, it also turns on energon axe also at the same time. So yes, and flips to get rid of their best upgrade. Is there anything else we need to do in a turn? Well, I mean, deck? against <laughs> a blue deck. Maybe none of that matters because you're only at seven attack or nine or excuse me, 10 with Energon Axe, which may not be enough to even do any damage, let alone. And th- that's with you self damaging. So, like, I mean, you only, you only cost 11, not 15 or 16, though. Well, but that's my point. And this is all, again, we're, we've got day one. So mm-hmm. this could easily change, obviously. But am I 
do I want to play a blue deck with an 11 star character? Yeah. I mean, it, we've seen the power of just playing 15s. So it that's what he's competing against. So I think he just opens up more playability overall. Mm-hmm. Oh, so did- like it, it, it's hard to say that like, I'm not like I'm going to play this guy over a jet buyer because there's a five star difference, obviously. But mm. he just creates even at eleven stars just more potential options. Absolutely, and that's I like I said I'm playing wet blanket, devil's advocate, whatever, just to present another viewpoint for the sake of it. It's not I don't want to downplay this guy because it does. There's a lot going on, and it it is something that I'm looking forward to trying because there's so many moving parts. And that's before you even get to the fact that, oh, well, there's interchangeable heads that maybe there'll be a better one later on. Right. Um, there's just way too many things going on with this guy to discount him, especially on literally day one or day <laughs> day negative 50, 60 something, whatever it is. Yeah, the other thing is I assume that like then rollout and escape route don't work with him and things like that as well because they well, simply say you have to bot mode to alt mode. Yeah, you're right, they do. Because I was about to say, they do say go to alt mode, but I'm pretty sure they don't say go from A mode to alt mode. Yeah, because they don't work with triple changers unless you're already in the bot mode. Right. So, like, showing off would work, and, like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what else, but, like, a lot of those cards specifically say the mode they're in or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, there's definitely, and I'm very excited to see the remainder. In fact, it, I tweeted out that I was going to pull a bunch of toys out of the case. Like, I I actually am looking forward to hopefully seeing Broadside and Blunderbuss, because I think that Headmaster's hilarious. Sure. he He's literally the aircraft carrier for the aerial bot, so I know Dan's excited. He's done his Yay. research on aerial bots. Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um but anyway uh any other thoughts from either of you guys about cup specifically and then we can talk a little bit about flintlock himself no he's powerful any yeah. any any flip to to so, bob uh, mode ability is powerful yes just to quickly correct you can wrap a conversion yeah you, can one... conversion. you can't escape right. out a rollout yeah Hmm. Yeah, you can't escape out a rollout, but you can rapid conversion. I forgot rapid conversion existed, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, I, there's plenty of unplayable cards you can play with this card. That's fair. <laughs> it's funny how that how far that card has fallen. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, I use it in the cyborg ones. Of sure. aerial bots to make yep. the circle go full round. <laughs> yep. Sure. Yep. Um, Somebody even saying sure in, in chat. So, <laughs> oh, he can't be, he can't be, can't be cornered either. I guess was the other thing somebody mentioned. Oh boy, got him. Yeah, yeah. I'll I have to remember that one a few months. You know, it's going to be funny sure. when like that. If you couple weeks, you're, it's going to be a relevant scenario. Like some guards going to come out, and we're going to be like, God damn it! If only we could cornered cup. If you're going to corner him to put him in the tough mode so the next turn he can flip back and destroy another upgrade, you're making the wrong play. All right? Yeah. <laughs> there, Agreed. I'm saying. There, there could what be some flaws in your strategy. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> out there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you, Scott, about the, it, like, it, maybe that's not the most exciting part, but, like, it definitely was one of the mo- the things that got me the most excited is that it's a flip to bot mode, in this case, body mode ability uh, i'm always on the lookout for those but because only one flip away exactly I mean, I mean 
I don't think you necessarily going to do this on turn one unless you're facing like Omni or something like that. But I mean, like you know, uh, it, it's it doesn't mean it has to be the only character that flips that either. That's the point. Yeah. So it's turn one flip flame war. Send this right. guy in with top five, and then, and then vaporize their play and just be like, "All right, beat me." <laughs> yep. Um. All right. I, I think that's enough for Cup. We'll we'll talk about the headmaster himself or Titan Master again. I apologize, everybody, for the incorrect terminology. Um. So obviously, we talked about him being four stars, and that he provides tough three when he is attached to a body. But as a bot himself, so this is actually a bot mode for them. He's a four four zero melee with tough three, and he's a Titan Master. In case I'm sure we'll get at least one Titan Master tribal card. Probably, but I mean, it won't be won't be as good because you don't get to use them until like later in the game. But sure. you have you have probably one turn to use them. Yeah, which means so if we do. That I would assume they'd have to be intensely splashy, and therefore it's going to be that'd be real good. But that's going to feel real bad because it's like, but I, I don't know. It feels like one of those really variance-ridden scenarios where it's like they have to find it, they have to sit on it until this happens, which I guess it will always happen in the course of a game, and then mm-hmm. they snatch victory from the jaws of defeat and you're going to feel miserable when that happens. Probably, yeah. But anyway, that's all hypothetical. So for the actual guy, uh, as I was saying earlier, like 4-4 is decent stats and if we're assuming a world where oh look, there's one shell stands left and right, 4 health is kind of relevant. This guy can be marksmanshipped. He can be marksmanshipped. (laughs) But he won't die to the marksmanship, at least not just the marksmanship. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think, Dan? Like, is are you? I mean, there's not a whole lot to say to him about him because he's going to be the last guy on the board. Uh, so the, the, uh, just because like I do this all the time, the art on this dude I think is awesome. Yeah, I love the uh, the double pew pew dual wielding gunshots. Yeah, um, and then, like this the whole chaos that he's in. It's almost like behind him is the exploding body type thing. So it's like... That's it's actually... Cool. Yeah, that's that's a good call. And I, I know, guarantee right? he's a little guy, so his guns are definitely going pew-pew. Right, pew-pew, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you know, four health, tough three, depending on where we're at, like, that guy... This guy, prop, he might have a chance to survive, you know? So... Aimless survives a lot of things, surprisingly. Right. So, I mean, right. there is a... There's a chance... Right, so it, you know, depending on where the game state is, like maybe this guy does get two hits because of tough three. I don't know, um, but in the end, it's it's going to be a matter of what you can do. Like you're going to have to set up for this turn. You know, like you're going to need some way to win the game with this card as your last ditch effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is where I once again I kind of went back to the Pierce stuff. Is like. You know, you're going to leave a character on two health, and this guy's going to get to attack, and hopefully you can flip two blacks to win the game. But yeah. I don't know. It'll, it'll be tough to to really see the game states and where they are uh, when we get to playing with these cards. Yeah, it is uh, it is notable in the scenario that you're describing that you end up with just him on the board. You're trying to squeeze it out. Presumably, if you were playing him with the cup body, 
It was blue pip base. Cup was ranged. I think everybody can see where I'm going with this. He becomes melee, and then it, right. it gets awkward very quickly, potentially. Hey, anyway, Energon slingshot. Okay, that is a card you could play. <laughs> Believe me, I've tried on many occasions. Uh, but what about you, Scott? Do you do you care about Tiny Aimless? I mean, he'll be there if you play with him. So I mean, like, oh, he'll he'll always be there for <laughs> you, Scott. He will be. I mean, the problem is, as it stands right now in a blue base deck, like the most important weapons they can play are Energon Axe mm. stuff, and this guy won't be able to actually. I mean, he can use a javelin, but um, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't think it'll ever you be. Could use, use a javelin? You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, like you, like because like if you're playing a range deck, you're going to want to use hovercrafts occasionally, and mm. that's they're not going to play them on him. And then Energon Axe is probably has a very small window where it's ever going to be able to. To him, so I mean, like back to the uh, one shell stand thing though, with just comboing him with cup, like you could have those in your deck, and like you could yeah. actually can one shell stand this guy and he lives, you know, and maybe that's enough to win the game, you know. I mean, five right. damage could get there if that's your last ditch. Yeah, I mean, the key is getting an extra attack. I just don't know that out of a blue deck, it's gonna matter. Obviously, if you're playing against an orange deck, it's gonna do it's gonna do guaranteed damage. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know how much damage he's gonna be able to, to actually put out there considering the typical lineup that a blue deck will be playing in terms of weapons i'd agree with so that yeah that, that's that's to me what it'll come down to and i just fear that like he might just attack for zero and then go away because like there's just no way that you can actually get damage through without continuing to have a lot of cards in hand because you know let's like hope, let's hope we get new blue weapons yeah because because i would i would imagine that like like I mean, he can carry Noble's Blaster. Let's not get carried away. He's got options. I mean, that's fair. That's <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Because, um, like, you know, I, the upgrades don't transfer over to the head. So it's like you have to then suit him up as an entirely new character. God, that would be, so, that'd be insane. Yeah. <laughs> be too good. So, so because of that, like, you have to be... Scavenge basically... the battlefield. I don't know how that trigger would work. Sorry, somebody just said that in chat. <laughs> Uh, I assume it'll work. I mean, they should. I would. And will. again, we have not, It'll be. They both trigger. You get to choose the order. You obviously choose the appropriate one. Yeah, and I don't like. For example, things like involuntary promotion. I think we'll only look at the stars of the original character. Same with like one. Um. Uh, I still function. Like it'll only care about like in this situation. Like it'll only care about cup star cost, not. There's no such thing as like a combined star cost. Like you're not adding to it. Mm-hmm. It's just you're like, it's not like you're adding to the unit. It's like just the character that you'd be doing any of these things with. So makes sense. Um, you could like involuntary promotion the body into getting the head and then another character back, like etc. Like I mean, in those these hypothetical uh, orange based Titan Master builds. That doesn't seem insane. You mean, well, I mean, doesn't seem far fetched. What like, was that? You mean it doesn't seem like something you wouldn't do? Like it seems. It like seems like something do. that is viable to phrase yeah. it differently. Yeah, as compared to like I, I don't anticipate you're going to want to involuntary promotion this guy, for example. I mean, maybe there are scenarios where you would want to, but yeah, but I mean, you can get into scenarios where about the body. The head automatically pops off untapped, and then you get the other character back untapped, etc. Mm-hmm. Like you just have like this, like a bunch of guys now suddenly that they that 
you know, you're giving it a two on none situation instead of a one on one to none situation. So right, right. Um, yeah, the the main thing for him, like I said, is just out of a blue base deck. As long as you can find weapons to put on him to get his attack a little bit higher, because I assume it's going to be in the mid to late game when this actually happens, and you can bust through whatever you're attacking. Again, assuming it's not an orange deck, but I do think I do think that we in general though this this ability. Overall, they have to be. I mean, I'm assuming they play tested the heck out of it, but like, it seems like a really bad time for orange decks, um, especially white orange decks, because they pretty much go all in with characters that are basically just one shotted back. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're going all in to kill the body portion of a Titan Master, which I don't even know that you can do when it has tough four, but, um, and you're leaving yourself exposed, and you're suddenly like, I don't care. I still get this head anyway, and now I just one-shot your guy back. Like, you really didn't accomplish much. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't actually get one of the characters off the table, quote-unquote. Like, you still then have to be yes. attack that guy again. You know, like, it's going to depend on... I mean, obviously, given we only have one to go by... This is what I was talking about earlier, where it's complicated and simple looking at these, where, yes, they're getting an extra body, but... Does that body matter significantly? So to your point, I this guy, it's not guaranteed he's one-shotting anybody, even a damaged aggro character, uh, just because he's tiny. <laughs> like, but if you're if you're aggro on aggro, like, oh, in in that scenario, play. yes, yeah. yeah. Um, the team with the team with the Titan Masters wins automatically, right? Like, guaranteed. Like, it no doubt about it. It depends. So, like, what if you're a three-wide titan master team so you're you're quote-unquote four because you have the the head i'm not sure exactly how that relationship plays out against say a regular four wide if the four wide deck is is automatically one-shotting all your guys story but if if your guys are slightly big enough to take hits where it takes two hit two of their guys Mm -hmm. to ko one of yours and then you get an extra guy like yeah, especially in a certain order where then the head can then block for another more significant guy. Like the, the the strategic implications are like all over the board. Exactly, and that's why I I I definitely hear what you're saying, and I'm not disagreeing. It's one of those I don't know how exactly this is going to play out because we need to see more of the bodies and more of the heads to see what they can or can't do, what the numbers are. Yeah, I, good. I, I what Scott just said, I, I think like if you really look at it that way. Agrodex, and you can like create this out of nowhere blocker to delay your, mm. you know, your centerpiece from being attacked. That's a big deal. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it's one of those where it's like, you know, your your opponent goes in with a plan, and they're like, oh, I'm going to get to that guy on this turn. And you're like, nope, nope, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely. I mean, it has a sort of blaster thing because you're deploying stuff. Yeah, uh, I was it has that sort too. of a yeah. There's a a lot of you can see where the like, I'm not sure where in design this idea came about, but, like, I could see where it would have hypothetically or potentially built upon other things they had tried. Or, like, if they pulled this out of a drawer, like, we know we want to do Titan Masters, what have we already done? And then this is kind of the the evolution of some of those ideas. Yeah, I just think the fact that it happens <clears throat> essentially on your opponent's turn just adds a whole new wrinkle to attacking and blocking. Absolutely. And... Like, we've talked about this a lot offline, but, like, mm. the 
what separates players in this game is, is those that can deviate from a set plan yep. as to how to play, how a game plays out. And I think this is going to be, this is going to add a level of complication that's going to be difficult for players to grasp and see, like just at, on the surface, like the strategic elements of this are, are vast. Yes. So, um, oh, let alone the battle cards that interact with a lot of these, like as, as we mentioned, which I assume there'll, there'll be more. But yeah, like, you know, absolutely. I'm. I wonder. Somebody had mentioned quartermaster in chat. I, I'm curious if we'll get a quartermaster effect for this sort of thing. Uh, that seems like it would be absurdly powerful. But um, yeah, because that because then the body like it would reattach and re exactly. It'd yeah, be, it'd have to be like a quartermaster that like. Puts damage, damage on, on or something. It, yeah, yeah. It, it, it couldn't just be straight quartermaster. <laughs> yeah, that would be ridiculous. But speaking of ridiculous, uh, obviously we didn't get it in the preview article. Uh, I know that, and I'm. it's funny, I'm looking at the preview article and I keep, my eyes just constantly go to the typo of stratagem every time. And I'm not sure how that happens. Um, but anyway, we're supposed to be getting, and if you're listening to this afterwards, uh, the official Transformers TCG account tweeted out that there's going to be a article explaining the mechanics of all of this and all, and the rules associated with it in more depth on Friday. So a few days ago, if you're not watching or listening to this live, uh, I'm curious how these are going to interact with sideboards just in general. The whether the bodies, the heads, and everything together, it's going to be weird and. I'm very anxious to see what they officially announce for it. Um, I don't think they're going to officially announce that <clears throat> tomorrow, regardless. I think that needs to be worked out, like, and there's time to work that out. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of time to, to work it out if it isn't already set in stone. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't announce that until, like, the, the FAQ or, like, the rules update for the set comes out, to be honest with you. I mean, it's a at that level... I could certainly, you know, like it's that sort of question that could end up waiting that long. Um, I don't think you'll be able to sub heads and because, like, if you sub a head to a lesser star cost, the only thing you'd be like, you can gain battle deck stars mm -hmm. from your sideboard, but I don't think you'd be able to switch like a head and a um and a character. The one that I need to know about is stratagems because. I don't know. Do you sideboard those? Like, do you like do you take them out of the? Sideboard? Yeah, is that counted? That was something I f I meant to ask earlier. Like, so, does that count just, as in the to... battle deck to start? Like, uh... no, 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 no. Not, no it not. starts in play. Well, yeah. yes, but is it count as your forty like no. the brainstorm medic thing? No, 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 no. It's definitely like a quote forty first card. But the question is, if I have a twelve star cosmos and suddenly I want to side out and put a twelve star character in my sideboard. I assume mm. that's allowed. You lose the character and the stratagem. Well, what if I want to put in... What if I want to keep Cosmos and just lose the stratagem and then lose my, I don't know, five-star bot and sideboard and a six-star bot? I assume that's allowed also. I think the the rules, and I know, Dan, you wanted to bring something up, so I'll throw it to you in a second. I, I'd have to go back and look, but I thought the sideboard... The, as long as your deck, your battle deck, and your star costs are are legal as presented. It doesn't matter if you and like your your sideboard ended up with a different number of cards. Now, obviously, previously it was 
well, you could board a bunch of cards in. Can you end up with 11 cards? And is that the okay? Stratagem, the stratagem isn't a card, quote-unquote. I don't think it'll, like... Like, honestly, mm. it was, like I don't think it's going to happen, but, like, it could have, a like, a, a box border. Like, it doesn't even have to have the same border and backing right. as, like, a normal battle card. Like, Well, where I'm going with it is, like, to your example, if you wanted to suddenly become 11-star Cosmos again because you want hypothetical 14 star character to come in your stratagem just goes to the sideboard i guess and okay everybody's fine just continue playing yeah i think that's how it works i think that's easy (laughs) i mean that would that's the most logical thing i would think um but maybe it a lot of this at least for me is just a matter of are there additional limitations now on how you can present your team and just managing that part so Good. If we go back to Sentinels, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you could not interchange the Sentinels in which you wrote on your deck list. So I'm assuming it's going to be the exact same way. Okay. But you could... Yeah. I'm trying to think of the Secret Sentinels thing and how that No, it was just... Matter? They just boarded yeah. into Optimus. You could right. never change... The bots that you had registered in your deck to the bots that you registered in your KO because you registered them to your KO. So they're not even like your sideboard character. Yes. This is kind of the same scenario where like you're going to register that character with this text box type thing. And I don't think you're going to be able to interchange them in any, in any which way. Now, do you, what about boarding a body and a head? Are you allowed to board two no, because I, you wouldn't I, be I, able to? I don't think so. No. I, I mean, I, I would doubt it as well i mean as it's written right now i don't think you can unless they straight up changed the sideboard rules here's the thing that i was interested in do you think you could play two headmasters with the same head no because they have one of each character and play to start the game yeah but they start in the head mode which doesn't have a name right no they they don't unless its name is tough three yeah, <laughs> plus tough three. <laughs> right. It, it, no, it like you, no, like the way it's going to work is you present if if there was ever like a presenting phase, which there really isn't in this game. Like, yeah, you show your team. You have to show the star cost of the characters. So, assuming like the, somebody doesn't understand how to play the game and you or whatever, they don't know the character by like the art. You have to show the star side of the character, and then you would immediately turn it to the head side. Put it underneath the alt mode of the of the Titan. Yeah, but here's so the like, thing: the stars are on the head side, so technically you never uh, have to show them the bot mode. Yeah. Okay. Now I don't think so. I, I agree. It. To your point, I think that's likely what it would be. You wouldn't be able to play two flintlocks because it, like, taking a step back. If the whole point is that you're supposed to be running different characters, that's like a silly end around to yeah. do that. So I don't think they'll allow it. I was but just curious te- if this could be, like, the first chance to do something yes. like that. I think that it technically, as of right now, I guess there's nothing limiting it, depending on your interpretation of that particular rule. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely hear what you're saying. I think the reality is, is when they get to it, they'll just say, no, you... Yeah. The names of the characters are the names of the characters. Yeah. Um, I would assume so. But. There, there's a lot of weird things with this because it, it's cool. And, and well, you'll, probably, you'll probably have it's to register the head, the head with the, the body also. Like, you're not going to be able to even switch the bodies if you played two different, like, switch the heads if you played two different 
So I just noticed Flintlock doesn't have a subtitle. You know, there's no Optimus Prime Battlefield Legend. It's just Flintlock. So when you register him, is it is it Flintlock slash plus tough three as his subtitle? Well, do do the Battle Masters have it? Yeah, they're yeah they have uh, they're like infantry something. Oh yeah, just because I've written Fire Drive so many times, he's infantry something. Um, But yeah, he doesn't have anything on here, which is interesting. Yeah, they're they're only uh they're only battle card size, so maybe there was just no room. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's a lot of unique quirks, and I'm I'm looking forward to the rules release update, whatever for tomorrow, and I'm anxious to see if we get some other spoils in it. I'm sure we will, but that that was one thing I was I was actually a little surprised. I mean, there was so much. I mean, we've been talking about it for. It looks like an hour and a half now on three cards. Um, told you. I knew. Quite told you. Yeah. Quite an hour and a half. It, it's close enough. He, <laughs> like, he was calling for 45 minutes. No, I, like, I said I hope we can get 45 <laughs> minutes. I didn't say we'd hit it. Um, but the point is, is, like, this felt like it was, and I'd have to go back and look like there was just less cards than there were previously. Oh, there certainly I I was trying to think back, like, Wave 2, I think it was a team and one of the Enigmas. Um, Wave 3 and 4, I don't remember. Uh, Yeah, it was Predaking, right? uh, It was either that or the Stunticons. It might have been Predaking. I think it was was, was Predaking. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not important. What was that? Yeah, it did show show all of them. Yeah. Right. And Windblade and... Yeah. A green and a green card. Yeah. Besides the enigma. Yeah. Because so. we were speculating about how the the greens behaved. Um, yeah, they were supposed to heal. Remember? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> and the next day he told us now. Yeah. And this is how this is going to work. Whatever they, whatever we said today is going to be like, yeah, that that's not how these cards work. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, any other thoughts, gentlemen, as we try and wind down, close up shop, either about the new mechanics, what you're look any anything. I, I don't know. When I was a kid, I wasn't a big fan of Headmasters. I'm just going to throw it out there. So. <laughs> when I was a kid, I, I didn't know what Headmasters were. <laughs> I, I never understood how it actually worked. And like, yeah, I don't understand like whose brain it is. Like, I don't like it. Just it just makes me feel it, weird. It, I, so I don't creatively, know. right? Like, yeah. just assume that the head is just like this little itty bitty bot driving in the Autobot side. I mean, yes, but at the same time, the bodies are or were or will be what a, an independent they're personality. Right? They're all headless horsemen. They need help. Well, yeah, but they're they're supposed to be independent personalities, so it's kind of like the combiner thing. Right, are they a right, new right. person when they're together? Are they the conglomeration of the two people when they're together? It, I, it, it, I it's weird. A, a two minds, one body thing. Mm. And like, I also I always understood that like they're robots so they can actually like change their form it doesn't hurt mm. but like these are like in the show they were like people wearing suits like doesn't that hurt like i, I don't understand like that's how i felt as a kid i don't i don't really know well the the old ever. yeah the the g1 yeah. ones are definitely oh, there's oh. been a few different takes on these and how they they operate um so anybody out there listening or watching pick your favorite one and, and pretend that's canon i don't know what one's actually canon right now yeah, I just don't know like if if I'm right or wrong in terms of like 
is it who who runs the show and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I don't. I, I think I watch videos on it, and there's there's no definitive answer. Well, to be fair, we're talking about a, a kid's car, <laughs> a, a kid's toy commercial. <laughs> like it's like I there have been, and I do love the serious stories. Like in the comics, they really do explain it. But you could also just point at the cartoon and be like, "Well, that's not what they said." And there, nobody's going to tell you you're wrong. So, listen, well, like I, listen. I, but I know in the I know the Japanese cartoon was even different. Like I know in the Japanese yeah. cartoon, the head like it was almost like. It was almost like other shows by other products that we won't mention, where the the, the bots were just like the vessel for the. the that is a, a unique like, like in Transformers. The Transformers are they are a a person that that's one of the things I always liked about them is that they they are a living thing as opposed to yeah a container. Right. Um, but anyway, what joke were you going to make, Dan, at the expense just, of Headmasters? It's like you guys are like just talking about random stuff that never made sense. It's kind of like in Yu-Gi-Oh. Like if you watch that show and you watch how they played the game, and then you learn how to play the game, you're like, this isn't how oh, the boy. show does this at all. No, <laughs> they, those are not even remotely close. Like, that guy played a blue eyes white dragon. I got to jump through hoops to play a blue eyes white. Dragon. What the hell? So and that card is it. also or was bad. <laughs> I don't know if it's still bad. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> this card is not as good as it is in the show. <laughs> Exactly. Just saying. So it, it's the same concept here. It's like oh, I don't really understand these. Oh, that 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 that's what happens. Don't worry. No one else does either. No matter right, what they say. Right. Right. <laughs> um. <clears throat> well, I think that will uh, will cover it for at least this one. Obviously, we're gonna be doing spoiler season for a while, folks. Uh, but yeah. do definitely check out vectorsigma.info. Definitely. Wait, you check- didn't you, you didn't mention uh, Forger's Maximum. I mean, he was in there, but we don't know anything about him yet. Just that he, he comes exists. in his box, just like Trippica. Well, yes, but yeah, I meant but like what the card does. Yeah, just we don't. Okay, so yeah, like Scott was saying, oh, so in the article, Fortress Maximus is in there. You're going to get Cerebros and, uh, well, Cerebros is the head character. I'm skimming it real quick to see if you get anything else. I could have sworn there was something else, but I think I'm wrong. There's the head of the head of the head, which means that something, something. Oh, yeah, it, it's, you get Fortress Maximus. The head character Cerebros and Cerebros's head character Emissary. Yeah, so we don't know how that's we don't know how that's going to work either. Like I assume it pops off three times. So yeah, it's a it's a, it's a Russian nesting doll. doll. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean that that's so Fort Max. Like, so I joked offline. Okay, we're we're now going longer, and I was going to close it up. I joked offline. That, <laughs> um, every time this happens, I'm that like, all right, guys, God. we're done, and then oh god, we have like twenty more minutes. Um. I joked offline that I'm going to be pissed if Fort Max is good and Trypticon competitively and Trypticon wasn't. And then Scott said something like, well, Trypticon's bad, so I guess you're mad. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> probably going to be mad. I'm just saying. I mean, um, by definition, if Fort Max is good, you're going to be mad. Yes, yeah. and I'm going to be pissed, but whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll get over it. I'm confident. I mean, I'm excited about these cards. I'm excited about... I feel like every set I get excited about, well, maybe now Cosmos has a chance. We'll see if this is the time. Um, you have never, ever said that. I've said it offline. <laughs> I've never said it on the show. No, like, I, I take it back. I even said it on this show. I said, well, maybe it's Cosmos's time with UFO, like, way back when. What, to kill who? <laughs> Come well, on. At the time, we didn't have Jetfire. Oh. We didn't have Galaxy Prime. 
No, we said Battlefield Legend, and he couldn't kill either. And was waiting <laughs> right. to do nothing. Well, but it was just a way to potentially do it because obviously that would be whatever. It would be the orange deck. We would have had a four stop wide, it. whatever. Just, just stop it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so can we? Go. Can we? Can we I actually? Even, I, can't get, I can't even get Mammoths to ten. You're worried about killing the opposing character. <laughs> I mean, come on. Look, I played a lot of Daring oh. Escape. <laughs> anyway, can we actually close up now? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm oh, sure there's some. See, I'm sure you'll see. Uh, you'll see. You'll see our opinions mm-hmm. and adding Palmer's opinions to uh, Vector Sigma Info for all these cards in yep. case we didn't cover something. Um, or in case you're, I guess I can't. It doesn't make any sense. But in case you're not listening to this, you'll yeah. see it in, the, in another medium. <laughs> yes. Um, but also, as we started out the show with, I wanted to call out as one last detail that definitely look for tournament reports, other coverage and stuff from the past weekend, both PPG and other local events, because as we started out with it, as we definitely were planning on talking about it, and then it's like, oh yeah, uh, there are new cards. We should probably talk about those. Yeah, we weren't struggling for topics, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. We're, uh, we're drowning in potential content. So... For Dan, for Scott, thank you everyone for listening, thank you for watching, and please tune in next time for more Tech Talk.